You're listening to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Our guest today is Eric Lee, founder and CEO of Hub. This episode is brought to you by the Bitcoin.com exchange, the exchange you can trust. Buy and sell Bitcoin as well as 250 digital assets. The Bitcoin.com exchange is secure, fast, easy, and reliable. Register within seconds and buy crypto with a credit or debit card. Join our community of traders now. Exchange.bitcoin.com. I'm your host, Dustin Planthold. Join us as we dive into the world of economics, politics, tech, Bitcoin, and cryptocurrency. For even more crypto-related news, sign up at news.bitcoin.com or follow us on Twitter at Bitcoin.com. Now let's bring on our guest. Eric Lee, welcome to the Bitcoin.com podcast. Great to be here, Dustin. Great to talk to you. Thanks for coming on. And, and I will tell you, to introduce you to the show was kind of tough because you have quite the resume. I mean, you're an MIT guy, a Stanford guy. You're kind of a big deal. You also are the co-founder of LinkedIn and founder of Hub. I mean, you've done a lot in your career. And what, you're what, 30 years old? Yeah, I'm actually only 19. And uh, I resemble those <laughs> remarks, all those remarks, yeah. <laughs> you, you've done a lot. I mean, how did this begin for you? How did you go from the world of LinkedIn to what we're going to talk about today, cryptocurrency? Well, you know, I, I am one of those guys who, uh, you know, came in, uh, you know, with, with some kind of experience to blockchain, uh, maybe as opposed to uh, some some uh, others that came in, you know, this is kind of their, you know, first rodeo, uh, if I may say. And uh, so I, I bring some of that experience for, for good uh, or bad, I suppose. Um, but, um, you know, the LinkedIn experience really did color uh, sort of the approach that we took, you know, with blockchain. And, um, you know, one of the things that I realized is that, um, you know, the social platforms of today have gotten, you know, quite big and quite successful. And uh, I've been fortunate enough to be a part of that. Um, but it's also created some, some problems. Um, you know, and, um, you know, among them is this issue of, you know, trust, which is, is sort of a big word and a big topic. And, you know, people uh, use it uh, very, you know, cavalierly. But, you know, today we have a society where, you know, honestly, we have uh, problems around trust. You know, in this country, uh, we've just gone through an election where there's been, I would say, you know, a lot of information, a lot of disinformation, misinformation. And um, people are finding it hard to trust each other. And social media platforms have really, you know, been, uh, you know, a big part of that, you know, in terms of both the opportunity to share information and the opportunity to share maybe misinformation. And so, you know, the idea of bringing further trust to these technologies that have maybe created these problems in the first place was what really got me interested in blockchain um, you know, in the first place. That's great color. And you talked about issues. So how do you tackle issues? Well, you know, it's a big problem and it's, it's, it's a complicated problem and we're just starting to, you know, figure out how to do it. Um, but, um, you know, it starts with realizing, you know, I think some of the fundamental ways that, you know, our technologies and our uh, structures um, in the world as, as they exist today, you know, have been, you know, set up. And, um, you know, I, I, I dare say that, you know, today, you know, we, we, you have these really, you know, big giant platforms 
Um, and they're very powerful and, and they're also motivated by, you know, certain things, you know, such as, you know, profit. And so we've set up a society where, you know, companies are uh, trying to maximize their profit. Uh, but in doing that, uh, it also sets up, you know, some uh, misaligned incentives, you know, with, with users um, that, uh, you know, cause users to, you know, want to be on these platforms to, kind of listen to the information that they will only want to listen to. And uh, those kinds of effects, I think, um, you know, are, are showing problems, you know, going beyond technology that, you know, are impacting our lives and the way that, you know, our governments work and, you know, all these other things that, you know, are really important to us as, um, you know, people who live in societies. Yeah. And now it takes people to solve problems. So talk us through your recruiting process. How do you how do you decide who is going to be a good fit for your team, especially in today's climate? Well, um, you know, people are a very important component of this. Uh, and, you know, to, to build, you know, good teams, uh, especially working on the projects that we, you know, work on, you want to have, you know, people who um, really believe in the vision, uh, believe in the mission of what uh, we are doing. Um, and um, are expert at what they're doing. And, and uh, you know, uh, as someone who's been around the block a number of times and, you know, building teams, uh, I think those are the two things that you, you are looking for, you know, people who believe in what you're doing, uh, people who have the right attitude, and uh, people who are capable of doing what uh, is needed uh, at the moment. Now, it's interesting because you came from a space that was requiring you, I imagine, to work all day, every day, all night, that you can never turn it off. Has it been the same thing within the crypto space? Like, does Eric Lee ever get a break or are you like, Dustin, I'm always on? Well, it's even worse, right, in uh, in blockchain, right, in crypto, which is that, um, you know, the, uh, you know, there, there used to be the saying that, uh, uh, you know, in China, you know, entrepreneurs will work 996, uh, you know, which is from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m., six days a week. Long but, days. Uh, long days. But in, uh, in crypto, uh, it's 007. So from uh, midnight to midnight, uh, seven days a week. So uh, when you're working on blockchain, you know, usually the communities and, and, the, and the users that you're working with are all around the world. And so there's really no time to, you know, take a break. So it's... Uh, you have to come up with some mechanisms to sort of manage your time and kind of balance between life and work. So it's interesting. So how do you find, so how do you find the balance? I mean, you, again, you have, you've been involved with a unicorn. I mean, LinkedIn to now starting this, this new project in the space. How do you find the balance? So you, you, you have to kind of, you know, insist on it. You have to, you know, force it. I think one of the things that I've learned after, you know, all these years working as an entrepreneur and, you know, especially in tech, which, you know, tends to be kind of a go-go world is that um, it, it's, it's really important to give yourself a break. I mean, it's, it's very possible to, you know, burn out, uh, you know, you are uh, often, you know, racing against others who are, uh, you know, working just as hard and, uh, you know, you, you feel the need to keep up. But one of the things I learned over time and, you know, when I was younger, I sort of worked myself, you know, almost to, to burnout. And, and uh, you know, you realize that, you know, that's not such a good thing to do. It's actually counterproductive to the things that you want to do. 
And so you kind of force yourself to say, hey, look, you know, I'm going to, uh, you know, put in this time. I'm going to prioritize the things that I need to do. And uh, also, you know, the admission that I can't get to everything. I can't get back to everyone, unfortunately. And I just have to make some priorities. But I'm going to put in the time as much as I can. I want to focus on uh, what truly, you know, appears to be uh, either important or urgent. And then, um, you know, hope to kind of deal with the, uh, you know, outcome of those things, uh, those decisions, um, and let the, you know, pieces fall where they may. Um, so it's it's tough. It's tough. But, you know, I think when you, like myself, still have the drive to to do this and still kind of in pursuit of, you know, some some goals, it motivates you and keeps you going. Man, that, that's, uh, but the that's balance fascinating. is uh, really yeah. important. That's the hard part is finding that balance. But I also see as an entrepreneur who you are is that you still have accountability on you. That many times it's easy for people to look and say, well, entrepreneurs can do whatever they want. They're the dreamers. I go, well, those dreamers don't sleep. They're, they're up They're up all day, all night. So accountability, I mean, how important is it to have accountability? Well, you do have a responsibility, right? Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're, you're never doing it by on your own. It's always... A team effort you know you have people on your team you know going back you know to the question that you were asking but you also often have um other supporters right advisors and investors who uh you know have put in money to your your project and there is a responsibility that you know you uh owe to them to you know do as much as you can to um uh you know to 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 to, to return their their faith and, and, and trust um, in you as well. So, uh, you know, entrepreneurship might have a kind of a glamorous side, but, uh, you know, there's there's also, you know, those of us who are, you know, honestly just working really hard to fulfill, um, you know, the, uh, uh, the objectives and the mission that uh, we've set out to accomplish. Man, that's a great way of putting it. And building a community. I mean, there's 6,000 projects in the space. And I think that this is my words, not backing you into a corner. Many of them are not good projects, do not have long-term viability. You're creating something that is sustainable. So how do you build a community around that? And talk to us about your your focus and where you're headed. Well, that's a really great question, Dustin. And, um, you know, we've, I've been in this space since uh, 2017, uh, you know, one of the waves of, you know, blockchain and, and, and crypto. And uh, I really liken it to, uh, what I saw back in the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, as I said, I've been around for a little while, uh, you know, kind of the uh, excitement, the hype, and in, in some cases, the excesses back uh, during the kind of first uh, internet boom. And um, so I, I, I'm approaching, you know, this time, uh, this, uh, you know, era it, it, with hopefully some of the learnings from uh, that the, the last time, you know, this kind of similar boom uh, happened. And, um, you know, so the perspective is you, you really build for the long term and you build uh, primarily for people. You know, one of the things that are very important for us is building for people who are in the mainstream, the people who don't get uh, crypto or they don't get blockchain yet, because ultimately we have to be there. We have to end up there where hopefully most of the world sees value uh, from this kind of technology. And so that's a very different perspective than kind of staying in the kind of insular bubble 
that um, sometimes you know crypto and you know blockchain is. It almost sometimes sounds like a echo chamber where people are just talking you know to themselves. So the way that we built community, the way that we built users, is really kind of appealing to people who you know are in the mainstream. But they may not know uh, what uh, blockchain and crypto are, but um, you know the products and the platforms that we're building. Um, appeal to them. They they have kind of a mainstream type of relevance, and we hope that in doing that, they're actually taking advantage of these technologies and doing all the things that the blockchain community and the crypto community want them to do in terms of getting value um, out of these new technologies. So um, that's been our approach over the last couple of years, and we've been uh, fairly successful with it. And uh, there's you know frankly a lot more uh, to do and a lot more upside that we can uh, you know go go for. So how are you introduced originally though to blockchain? I mean, how did you get involved in the space? Because there's a lot to learn. There is a lot to learn. It's almost like a different world, isn't it? Like it an really alternate is. reality. Yeah, and uh so back in, you know, 2017, I uh had uh, some investor friends who, you know, just told me about blockchain and kind of all this uh activity that was starting to happen. And and at first I, I really did not uh, understand the you know the the value of it. I, I'd heard about it, but uh, very much in passing. And so I spent a few months just uh, immersing myself, uh, reading as many articles articles as I could. You know, figuring out what these tokens were, what the blockchain really was, and all these really novel concepts that you know looked at the world in a very different way. You know, things like decentralization. Um, you know, things like uh, you know. Um, you know, privacy and identity and um, consensus and, you know, governments, all, governance, all these big concepts. And it took me a few months, but there was a an aha moment um, a few months uh, into that where I finally, everything kind of clicked. And I just thought it was such an amazing view of things, uh, the, the people, the community of people who put together these concepts were really brilliant. I mean, they, they conceived of a really an alternate universe where all these concepts could really, you know, fit in together. And uh, I thought, well, that, that was neat. And then a few seconds later, what I thought to myself was, well, when, when was the last time I felt this way? And I thought about it. And I, what I realized was uh, the same sense of novelty and excitement and wonder um, when the internet first came on uh, back in the 90s. Uh, was the last time that I felt that way. This the sense of possibility, the sense of creating a whole new world that didn't exist before, filled with so much great value that you know the world has kind of yet to see. I felt the same way about blockchain and crypto. And that was when I said, I've got to become a part of this. Because, you know, how how many times in your life do you get to participate in revolutions that are, you know, so disruptive where the possibilities and also what's at stake uh, is, is so great. So I, I truly believe that. And I still believe it to this day, you know, despite the ups and downs that the, you know, the, the market uh, around, you know, crypto and uh, blockchain has experienced over the last couple of years. You know, that I, I've probably interviewed, no exaggeration, north of a hundred people in the crypto space and I've never had anybody say it in that way before, 
um, you're making a difference. You know, when I hear a lot of people outside the mainstream media, they talk about all the problems, right? It doesn't do this. It fails here. I look at it and say, then come in with a solution. Then make it better. That if we go back to the early pioneers, those who complained and said, well, if you build a railroad track, it's going to cause and the developers saying, find the solution. The solution's right there. That it is very easy for people to beat on this space, yet they're not looking at the the enormous opportunities that exist. So talk to us about that. Take us 10 years, 20, 30 years out. People that are hearing this term blockchain, how revolutionary is this? I mean, and why hasn't this been something that has been adopted by, I'll call it your internet 1.0 crew? Like, why is this the next internet of value? Well, that's uh, you hit on a great term, Dustin, internet of value, uh, which is a term that I've been familiar uh, with as well. Um, but, you know, here's the thing about, you know, blockchain and crypto. It, it's really designed, it's going to solve a new set of problems um, that uh, haven't been solved, you know, yet today. And, uh, you know, I, what I fundamentally believe is that, you know, today's Internet, as, as we know it, as uh, widespread and as useful as it is, has, has, has really reached the limits of um, what it can do. And you're starting to see cracks, chinks in the armor. Um, you know, I talked earlier about, you know, the problems with, you know, social platforms and, you know, uh, those platforms are, you know, used in so many different ways now to share news and for people to interact and for people to buy things. Um, those are great, you know, things, but you're, you're starting to see how these platforms are breaking down. And, and honestly, we as a, you know, community who are using these tools, we, we don't know how to fix them. Um, and, and so we struggle um, to to fix these uh, you know problems um, around you know uh, misinformation, lack of trust you know coming from these platforms and so forth, and so I I believe you know some of the new opportunities for you know blockchain and crypto uh, to to address these problems really comes from the inherent uh, you know fundamental properties of uh, these technologies themselves to uh, realign realign incentives to create a you know place um you know 10 or 20 years from now where um as we're interacting as people through these mediums we can actually um engage in more effective ways so i think you know one of the problems these days uh, with these technologies is when we're looking at a piece of content we, we don't actually know whether that information is true or not and so that fundamentally leads us down the road of um either you know mistrusting the information that we're seeing or trusting the information, I would say too much. Right. And, and that leads us, you know, as people, if we're making decisions based on uh, this information down, you know, faulty, you know, paths. And, and that's, you know, that's, that's not good. That's not, that's dangerous for the world. And so we need to have platforms that are more robust and where the information and the people that we interact with, are going to be, um, you know, much better, and 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 uh, we're going to be, you know, more more powerful um, as a result of these platforms uh, than than we are today. Um, and so, you know, I think that's the vision that we're you know looking at. The, the same thing with, um, you know, uh, currencies. If I may, you know, come to this uh, rather controversial, you know, topics. You know, right now, you have currencies that are, you know, mainly tied to the countries that, that you know the sovereign states uh from which they're issued but there are many barriers there are many inefficiencies around you know how financial processes work 
right? And yet, you know, we all participate in money and the uh, the transacting of money. And cryptocurrencies uh, actually have the promise to really break down those barriers and to create, you know, much greater uh, efficiencies in terms of, um, you know, how we can transact uh, using money, you know, with one another. So you talked about internet of value. I mean, you know, cryptocurrency is really in a way kind of the ideal example of how value uh, can be transmitted, um, you know, namely with money, you know, using the internet. So uh, we're, we're going to be able to have financial services in the coming, you know, decades that are going to be, you know, much more efficient, much more fluid, and frankly, much more accessible, you know, as many others have said, um, than we have before. And I think that's going to open up again, opportunity for people um, to, you know, participate in, you know, prosperity and uh, opportunity that they, you know, should be participating in. So talk to the entrepreneurs out there, those people like you that had those crazy ideas. How do they get it out of their head, Eric? I mean, you've been able to get many of them out of your head. How do you do it? How do you execute? And then how do you keep yourself on the same path without allowing the distractions to come along the way and stop you? Well, that's a really great question. Uh, you know, it's really a you know balance between you know focus and and also you know looking at opportunities that you know come down the pipe that you hadn't anticipated. So, uh, having a point of view, I think, is really important. You know, that kind of goes to focus. You know, what is anything all about? And um, you know, one thing that I've learned is that execution is almost everything. So, it's easy to have an idea. Um, it may, sometimes it is hard, harder to have an idea, but it's even harder to execute on it. And so, you know, that's where the work really comes in, right? So you have to go and, you know, really flesh out your ideas. You have to get people around you that, uh, can really help you execute on the idea. You know, it takes a village really, uh, you know, just like that saying goes, um, and you just have to be, you know, completely passionate and focused on it. Uh, and, 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 you know, setting up kind of goalposts along the way to help you achieve uh, those things, um, you know, that get you to your ultimate goal. But one of the things that does happen is that the world is always changing around you. And so you always have to be on the lookout for ways to adapt your idea um, and to pivot sometimes. And, and that's always a kind of an interesting call as to when you stay the course or when you pivot. And um, so... Uh, good luck to everyone on that. But, uh, you know, those are things that, you know, constantly, uh, you know, confront you. And so you just have to answer in the best way you can. But uh, the idea is to just, um, you know, keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, don't be too concerned about the uh, naysayers who, um, you know, uh, tell you that it can't be done until it's done. And then they have nothing more to talk about. How do we learn more about Hub? Well, um, we've uh, got... Um, some websites out there. Uh, so the project website is hubtoken.org. Uh, and uh, we have a uh, new kind of social community, uh, you know, based on, you know, trusted, uh, you know, referrals. And it's uh, at joinhub.com. And, uh, you know, we're building the future there. And uh, the idea is that we are, you know, kind of uh, recreating uh, some fundamental concepts around, you know, social uh, communities. Um, and, and uh, you know, creating kind of a better sense of identities for people who want to interact with each other in more meaningful ways. Thank you again for sharing your story on the Bitcoin.com podcast. Thanks, Dustin. Great to talk to you. 
You've listened to another episode of the Bitcoin.com podcast. Subscribe at news.bitcoin.com, where your journey begins.